Merry Christmas, everyone. And we want to give you a special welcome to those that are here maybe for the first time and you're a guest with us today. Thank you for choosing to participate in our service this morning. Uh, and we want to give you a special welcome as well. If you uh, are here for the first time and you want to know a little bit more about Unionville Alliance Church or uh, you'd love to connect with us because we would love to connect with you, please text the word welcome to 647 931-0015 and we would love to be able to connect with you and journey with you as well if there's any way that we could support you, help you and pray for you on your spiritual journey. Uh, these past few weeks during the season of Advent, we've been looking at the story of Jesus, particularly through the name that was given to him, Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, this is a season of Advent, and Advent actually means coming or waiting, waiting for that second coming. And so, or waiting for the first coming when it was for Jesus uh, uh, during the first century. And for all of us, we might be in a season of waiting. We might be in a season of Advent where we're waiting for something. Laura, my wife, and I, we're in a season of waiting as well because we're expecting our second child in January. And so we're waiting and waiting for that to happen, probably my wife more than I, because as uh, women who have been pregnant before, when you get near the end, you're really wanting it to happen sooner than later. Um, and so we're in this season of waiting. And how many know that uh, when a child is born, it radically changes your life? Two years ago, when our, our firstborn, Joel, uh, came into the world, he radically changed our life. And I'm under no false uh, impression to know that after the second child is born, our lives are going to be changed radically again. But our lives are just changed. Maybe a few others in our extended family as well. But when Jesus was born, his life radically changed the course of humanity. So much so that we even take time as... Uh, B.C. and A.D., B.C., before Christ, and A.D., the Latin form of in the year of our Lord. And so we define time based on when Jesus was actually born. See, the birth of Jesus radically changes uh, our lives if we come to him, if we accept what he has for us. This morning, we read from the scriptures in Isaiah chapter 9, and it said this, the people who walk in darkness... We'll see a great light. Here is this picture on our side wall of this star depicting the star of David that traveled and journeyed with uh, the wise men and rested over the place where Jesus was born so that they knew that this is the Messiah, this is Jesus. It says here in this verse, for those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine. As Pastor Leonor prayed just now, some of us might be going through dark experiences. Maybe we're going through financial struggles. Maybe we're going through health obstacles. Maybe we're going through family problems. Maybe there's difficulties that's happening at our workplace. There's so many different things that we might be facing that might seem like paths of darkness in our life. Situations of darkness where we go through a tunnel and we don't see the light at the end. Maybe we're in a situation like that today, and it's hard for us to celebrate Christmas. It's hard for us to rejoice or sing songs like Joy to the World because of difficulties that we're going through. I want to tell you today that Emmanuel is the light of the world. And I, I've titled this message, The Light of Emmanuel, because Emmanuel, meaning God with us, he brings light into our lives. 
If we allow him to shine his light in us, if we come to him, he can radically change our lives. Whatever darkness or difficulty or trial or problem that you might be going through today, I want you to know that because of the birth of Jesus, because Jesus came into this world, we can have hope because his name, hope's name is Emmanuel, God with us. We read as well in Isaiah chapter, uh, chapter 9, uh, a prophecy about Jesus. Isaiah wrote this and he said, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. These are very familiar passages during the Christmas season. The government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This morning, I want to tell you today that Emmanuel is the Wonderful Counselor. Emmanuel is the Mighty God. Emmanuel is the Everlasting Father. And Emmanuel is the Prince of Peace. Can I share with you a little bit about what I think some of those words mean, both from the Old Testament and the New Testament, to see how Emmanuel was working in a wonderful way. When we come into the new year, um, if you're here and part of Unionville Alliance Church, and if you'd like to come back uh, to be with us next Sunday and into the new year, we're going to be looking through the Old Testament to see glimpses of Emmanuel, to see glimpses of where we see God with us. Because in and of ourselves, by ourselves, it's very difficult to travel this, this journey, this life. But with the presence of Jesus, with Emmanuel with us, he makes all the difference in our, in our life. So the first name that's given here is Wonderful Counselor. How many know that in times of difficulty and trial, sometimes you need a counselor, someone that you can go to for advice, someone that you can go to for help. Sometimes we go through discouraging pathways. Sometimes we go through difficulties that make us downcast, and it's hard for us to go forward. There's a beautiful promise in the book of Isaiah that says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Isn't that amazing? Here, it says here, for I am with you. This was foreshadowing Emmanuel's coming. Emmanuel, which means God with us, says here, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will hold you with my victorious right hand. Maybe you're here today, and you really need God to stretch forth his victorious right hand out to you and pull you out from where you're at. Emmanuel is here to do that. Maybe you're here today, and you're going through some, some difficulty and some hardship. Emmanuel is the wonderful counselor. When Jesus was here in this world, one of the religious people came to Jesus because he needed a wonderful counselor. He needed some help. So he came to Jesus and he asked Jesus this question. He said, how can I inherit eternal life? And Jesus responded and said, keep the commandments. And this, this religious teacher of the law, he, uh, he asked him like, what commandments? And he said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and to... Love your neighbor as yourself. And so the religious man was trying to be a little bit smart, and he asked Jesus a follow-up question. And he said, well, then who is my neighbor? Here this religious man is coming to Jesus as the wonderful counselor and asking a question, inquiring, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, keep the commandments, love the Lord, love your neighbor, but who is my neighbor? Then Jesus went and he told this parable called the parable of the Good Samaritan. And in this parable of the Good Samaritan, a parable is a story to, to illustrate a point, to illustrate uh, a moral or something that we can learn from. And he tells this parable called the Good Samaritan about a man that's going on a journey. 
And he gets beaten and he gets robbed and he's left on the side of the road. And some people came by and saw him there and just passed by and didn't help him at all. But there was a Samaritan that passed by. And that Samaritan stopped and helped that man. That Samaritan, as Jesus is telling the story, Jesus is trying to illustrate himself as the Samaritan or the Samaritan as Emmanuel, God with us. And so the Samaritan comes and helps this man and he, he bandages up his wounds. He pours in oil and wine into his wounds to help him. And he puts him on his own donkey and he takes him to an inn to take care of him. See, that's the presence of Emmanuel. That's the presence of Jesus. Maybe today you might be feeling like that person on the side of the road. No one is helping me. No one is there to support me. I'm all here by myself. Well, let me tell you that Emmanuel is that good Samaritan. And he wants to bring you comfort and hope today because he came here into this world to touch our lives and to change us. Not only is Emmanuel the, the wonderful counselor, he's also the mighty God. He is the mighty God. He can do amazing and wonderful and awesome things. There's a story in the Old Testament of a prophet. His name was Elisha. And Elisha uh, did so many miracles and so many wonders. And at one point, because Elisha was causing a lot of problems to uh, the region of Syria, they sent their army to try to capture Elisha. And Elisha had a person that was helping him and, and trying to apprentice with him. And so one morning, Elisha got up and his apprentice got up as well with him. And the apprentice looked and he saw the whole Syrian army around him. The whole Syrian army surrounding Elisha. And the apprentice was so scared and he was so worried. And he came to Elisha and he said, said, Master, what should we do? We are surrounded. But Elisha knew the mighty God. Elisha knew Emmanuel as the mighty God. And in 2 Kings chapter 6, this is what Elisha says to his apprentice. Don't be afraid for there are more on our side than on theirs. Do you know that for you as well today? There are more that's on your side than against you. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God gave his only son, Jesus Christ, for us, how much more will he freely give us all things and everything? He is the mighty God. He can do miracles. He can change lives. He is Emmanuel who is with us. When Jesus was walking here on this, uh, on this earth, many people came to him for help. But one time there was a leper who came to Jesus. And a leper, at, during those days, they were considered outcasts. Nobody wanted to get close to them. Nobody wanted to touch them. Nobody wanted to have anything to do with them. In fact, when the lepers walked around, they had to cry out, unclean, unclean, so that the people around them could scatter and not get anywhere close to them. Well, one day, this leper came to Emmanuel. One day, this leper came to the mighty God. And do you know what Emmanuel did for him? He didn't just stand back and say, okay, be clean and, you know, go on your way. No, the leper, Jesus, Emmanuel, came to the leper and touched him. He could have just used, Jesus was all powerful. He could have just used his words to heal that man. But instead of using his words to heal that man, that mighty God, as Emmanuel, God with us, Emmanuel wanted him to know and feel something that he probably hadn't felt for weeks, months, maybe years. 
the touch of someone else. And the touch of Emmanuel brought healing to his life. Friends, Emmanuel is here with us today. Emmanuel is able to touch us and change us and help us. Not only is Emmanuel the wonderful counselor, not only is he the mighty God, but he's also the everlasting father. And sometimes when we think about fathers and sometimes when we think about God being our father, maybe if we haven't had a good familial experience, that might be a little bit difficult for us to comprehend and for us to to understand how God can really love us. But I want to tell you today that God is Emmanuel as your father with you. Not far away from you. But as a loving, caring father, he is with you. We see a glimpse of this in the Old Testament as well. In the book of Daniel, we read about uh, three Hebrew boys, and they were taken into captivity into the land of Babylon. And we don't know all the details about their family, but more than likely, they were probably uh, away from their family. They didn't have their father with them. They didn't have their family around them. They were taken into captivity into Babylon. We don't know all the details, but more than likely, they were by themselves. And they were taken into the palace, and they, because they were so uh, smart and God's presence was with them and God had blessed them, they had risen to uh, positions of authority in the kingdom. But there were a group of people that were against these Hebrew boys and made a plot in order to catch them. And long story short, I won't get into all the details, but you can read about it in Daniel chapter 3. But they were sentenced to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And these three Hebrew boys experienced the presence of Emmanuel, the heavenly father, the everlasting father in the fire. They were thrown into the fire. And look at what it says. The king was surprised when they were thrown into the fire. The king said, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed. And the fourth looks like a God. Who was with these three Hebrew boys? Emmanuel, in the fire, God was with them. Friends, today, you might feel like you're in the fire. Today, you might feel like you're going through through trials and tribulations and hardships and difficulties. Let me tell you, the everlasting Father wants to be with you. He wants you to experience his love and his grace and his protection in the fire. Jesus is Emmanuel. Jesus is our heavenly father. Jesus is with us. Jesus told a parable when he was uh, here in this world, another story to illustrate a, a, a point or a moral. He told a, a story, what's known as the, prodigal, the story of the prodigal son. See, this prodigal son, he was spoiled. He had a lot. He was living in the house of his father, and his father had enough wealth to to give his children a comfortable life. And one day, this son came to his father and said, give me my inheritance. I want it. I want to go and live my life. I want to enjoy the world. I want to enjoy all the things that everyone else enjoys. I don't want to stay here in your house and continue to work. And so the father gave him his share of the inheritance, and he went, and he ruined, uh, he wasted all of his inheritance. He spent all of his living and he didn't have anything else. And, and, and long story short, he, he came and he was in a pig's pen. And he longed to eat even just the food that the pigs were eating. But he couldn't. And then he came to his senses. And he remembered, in my father's house, even the servants there are well taken care of. Why don't I just go back 
to my father's house. And Jesus told this parable to illustrate the love of the heavenly father, the love of the everlasting father. And as that son came back to his father's home, the father was waiting with open arms. The father was waiting for his son, open arms, waiting to embrace him, waiting to welcome him home, waiting to receive him. Friends, today, because Jesus came into this world, because Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, he is that everlasting father waiting with open arms. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for me. All we need to do is come to him. He wants us to enjoy his presence. He wants to be with us. Not only is Jesus the wonderful counselor, not only is he the mighty God, not only is he the everlasting father, but he is also the prince of peace. In our world today, this is something that's lacking. We're lacking peace in our world. There's so much war and hardships and difficulties and, and people fighting with one another. We need the prince of peace. And the Prince of Peace comes as Emmanuel to give us peace. There's a story in the Old Testament, and we see again glimpses of Emmanuel, God's presence that was there in the story in the Old Testament. We see Emmanuel working in the life of Joseph. Joseph was a, a young man who God had blessed, and God's favor was upon him. And he loved the Lord, but his brothers hated him. Joseph's brothers despised him, and they ended up selling Joseph into slavery. Joseph went into slavery, and he was taken down to Egypt. He was sold into the house of a man named Potiphar. And the word of God says this in Genesis chapter 39. It says, the Lord was with Joseph. Can I change that around and just put the word Emmanuel there? Emmanuel was with Joseph. We see the glimpses of God, God with us. Emmanuel is with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. And that was in the end of Joseph's story. Joseph was, was falsely accused and then thrown into prison. And even when Joseph went into prison, do you know what happened when he was in prison? Did Emmanuel stay in Potiphar's house and then leave Joseph all by himself? No. While Joseph was in prison, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. Friends, today you might feel like you're in a prison. You might feel like you're in bondage. You might feel like you're trying the same things over and over again and nothing is working out. You might feel like there's no prosperity in your life. There is no success in your life. You might feel like you take one step forward and then two steps back. You might feel like you're facing one trial after another trial after another trial and you feel like you're in prison. But do you know what? The answer is not to get out of prison. The answer is to have Emmanuel with you in the prison. That's the best thing. But the Lord was with Joseph. But Emmanuel was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. Friends, Emmanuel is with us in whatever difficulty, in whatever hardship. This is the reason why he came into this world, to set the captives free, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go in liberty. This is the work of Emmanuel in our lives, and this is the work that Emmanuel wants to do in your life today as well. See, the Christmas story just starts with the birth of Jesus, but the Christmas story doesn't end with the birth of Jesus. The Christmas story goes all the way towards Easter, to a time when Jesus 
takes upon himself the sins of the whole world to a time when Jesus hangs on the cross and takes the wrath of God, takes the sin of the world upon himself in order to make peace for us. See, in Joseph's story, he was able to have peace through this because at the end, when he came to reconcile with his brothers, he told his brothers, you meant evil towards me, but God meant it for good. See, Joseph was able to keep the peace of God because the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, was with him. Until today, the Prince of Peace wants to work in our life because of what Jesus did on Calvary. In the book of Colossians, we read about what Christ did on Calvary. It says, through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through the blood shed on the cross. Friends, when Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, that was a dark night. When Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, that was a difficult trial, probably more difficult than anything that we've gone through, where he was beaten, where he was uh, mocked, where he was persecuted, where he was nailed to the cross for you and for me. That was a dark night. That was a difficult trial. Maybe today you're in darkness. Maybe today you're feeling the depth of darkness. When Jesus hung on the cross from noon to three o'clock, when the sun should have been shining, there was darkness across the whole land. The people around Jesus felt that darkness. It was a tangible darkness. It was a darkness because of the sin of the whole world coming upon Jesus. Your sin and my sin. Jesus took all of that on the cross of Calvary for us. But as we read at the beginning in Isaiah, that light shines in the darkness. That light shines in the darkness. The light of Emmanuel can shine in you today. The light of Jesus wants to shine in you today. In the book of Matthew, we read, the people who sat in darkness have seen great light. The people that sat in darkness have seen great light. For those who lived in the land where darkness casts its shadow, a light has shined. Friends, that's the light of Emmanuel. That's the light of Jesus. Paul says it this way in the book of 1 Corinthians. He says, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light to shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God's glory displayed in the face of Jesus Christ. God shines his light in the darkness. Maybe today you are feeling like you are in darkness because of the trials and the difficulties you're facing. Do you know all of us at some point in our life, we are in darkness because of our own sin. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is beautiful because the light comes in the darkness and dispels the darkness. 
And if we come to Jesus, the word of God says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, because that's the continuation of the Christmas story lived out in Easter, we will be saved. For all those that call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Can I encourage you today to call on the name of the Lord? Can I encourage you today on this Christmas Eve to call on the name of Jesus? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There is hope in the name of Jesus. Do you need hope today? Hope has a name. It's Emmanuel, God with us. I have a few scriptures that I'd like you to read with me. Can you do that? Can you read with me? Because there's power in confessing and reading the word of God. So I have a few scriptures here that connect us to these beautiful names of wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, that we can read and confess and accept Jesus and ask him as Emmanuel to work in our lives. Here's the first one. It's found in Psalm 34, verse 18. This is about the wonderful counselor. If you need a wonderful counselor, when you're broken, when your heart is breaking because of whatever situation you're going to, well, the wonderful counselor is close to you. Can you read this with me? The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Isn't that a beautiful promise? It's for you today. Here's the next one. It's not only that he's the wonderful counselor, but he is the mighty God. In the midst of our trials, in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our difficulties, he travels with us. He is with us. He is Emmanuel with us. Let's read this promise in Isaiah chapter 43 about the mighty God. Let's read this together. When you go through the deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Isn't that a wonderful promise? It's the promise of Emmanuel being with you, the mighty God being with you in your times of trouble. Not only is he the wonderful counselor, not only is he the mighty God, but he is also the everlasting father. If you need the presence of the everlasting father with you, who is always with you, he'll never leave you, he'll never abandon you, he'll never forsake you. Let's read this together in Deuteronomy. It says this, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you, he will neither fail you nor abandon you. That's the power of the everlasting father being with us. He is the wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting father. And today, if you need peace, it comes from the prince of peace who promises to always be with us. In Matthew chapter 28, let's read this together. And be sure of this. I am always, you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you always. The Prince of Peace is with you. 
Friends, today you might have heard a lot of things and you're wondering, how does the birth of Jesus actually impact me? How does the birth of Jesus actually change my life? There's a lot more that I can share that I don't have time to share today, but I want to invite you to a program that we're going to be doing in January called Alpha. Alpha is a program that explores the basics of the Christian faith. And if you're completely new to Christianity and you've never heard anything or or this is totally foreign for you, this is a a wonderful place for you to explore the basics of Christianity, to answer the questions of who is Jesus, how do I pray, Uh, why should I read my Bible, and all of these different things about about Christianity, to uh, ask deep questions about faith and life and meaning and purpose. And maybe you're here and maybe you, you know what Christianity is about and maybe you just come for Easter or Christmas or God is at, at a little bit of a distance with you, but he's not really Emmanuel. I want to encourage you to come out to our Alpha program and experience Emmanuel with you, who will be with you and learn a little bit more about what, it, what does it mean to follow Jesus. And maybe you're here and you're a follower of Jesus and you're walking with him, but maybe in the new year you need a little bit of a reset, you need a renewal, you need a revival. I want to encourage you as well to come out to our Alpha program. It's going to be online. It's going to be done in in, uh, English and in Mandarin. It's going to be online and in homes. And I want to share with you a story of of a man named Nick and how Alpha changed his life and how the light of Jesus shined in his heart so that then he was shining towards others as well. Watch the story about Nick. 